0: L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
2: You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla matthews Okome. So let's get started guys, welcome back to another episode of Side Hustle Pro. Today is a solo episode. So I'll be sharing my entrepreneur diaries about what's been up since we last spoke. Before we jump into the show, I just want to give a special thanks to Widow's Movie for supporting Side Hustle Pro. I don't think I've ever shared this with you guys, but one of the ways I stay creative is going to see movies. There's just something about the art form that just leaves me feeling so creative with all these new storytelling ideas in my mind. And one of my favorite, favorite actresses is Viola Davis. When I see Viola on screen, I just immediately feel empowered. I feel like standing up straighter, snatching off my own wig and going out and kicking down some doors. So I literally felt chills when I saw the trailer for this new movie, Widows, which comes out on November 16th. Widows is a modern day thriller. It's set against the backdrop of crime, passion, and corruption, and it's from Academy Award winning director Steve McQueen and co writer and best selling author of Gone Girl, Gillian Flynn. And Viola is playing what else? A badass. The trailer tells me everything I need to know. What? A black woman with natural hair kicking ass and taking names? Say no more. I am there. The film also stars Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, and Cynthia Erivo, and it arrives in theaters everywhere on November 16th. So grab your crew and let's go out in a pack to see Widows. Now, every time it's time for me to record one of these, I kind of feel like, what do I have to say? I haven't accomplished anything. It's only been 30 days since my last update. But I am leaning more into knowing that life is not about just posting or updating people when you have some big big news or big accomplishment. It's also about just sharing the process, what's going on behind the scenes. And so I'm getting more and more accustomed to that and understanding that, although it might seem like just everyday life to me, someone out there is interested and it's beneficial to see what is really going on behind the scenes for Nakela of SideHustle Pro. So here goes Um, Before we jump into everything, I definitely want to give a shout out to all of you who have been leaving reviews. I do not take it for granted and I read every single one. And I'm so appreciative because, like I said, it helps to get the word out, grow the Side Hustle Pro community. It's one of the ways that people learn about the podcast. And if you think about, you know, the value that you've gotten from it and the lessons you've learned, any inspiration you've received from it. Just think about how someone else out there hasn't yet heard about this show and could benefit from that same kind of information. So please shout it out and also leave a review. I want to give a shout out to Nikki BM today, the review of the week. Shout out to you, Nikki. And she says, I serve an on-time God and I discovered you right on time. A job lost me in parentheses, instead of me losing a job. And this podcast has given me the courage to be exactly who I am and what I need to be. After all, the world has been waiting on me. Love you tremendously. And please continue unlocking the positivity that's brewing within many souls who are ready to break free and earn an honest and fulfilling living. I'll be listening and learning. Warmest Regards, Nikki B.M., Warm regards, lots of positive vibes and hugs to you, Nikki. I really appreciate it. You guys, be sure to leave a review and I will read yours next. Okay. Now, if there is one thing I'm learning as a new entrepreneur, it's that hiring is challenging. It's hard to find qualified candidates. You get too many of the wrong applications, but there is one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash hustle. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the internet's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash hustle. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash H-U-S-T-L-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash hustle. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Right now, let's get into it. I want to share some of the lessons that I've learned since the last time we spoke. So, last time we spoke, I was talking about um, some of the loneliness that I experienced as an entrepreneur, and you know, getting through anxiety, continuing to learn how to deal with, navigate all of that, all these new emotions that I didn't know that I would be experiencing. So, since then, I have been feeling much more. Connected to folks because I've been more proactive about reaching out to my friends, reaching out to people to have lunch, meet up for drinks and just connect with each other, whether that's via whether that's in person, via text, via phone. And it's made a world of difference. I feel my spirit is just fed by all of that. And it's been really good to make that a priority in my life as uh, make that a priority in my life again. So. I recognize, I think after re-listening to that episode for myself, that it involves intention on my part and I really have to do a good job of, if I say something's important for me, if I have to literally schedule in my calendar once a day, once a week, sorry, like um, reach out to so-and-so, make a follow-up, you know, send a text, get a time on the calendar for you guys to do lunch, all of that, then then so be it. Because This is just as important in my life as, let's say, exercise or a good meal, the the way it feeds my soul. Speaking of that, now I want to talk on the topic of anxiety and just mental health in general. Now, you know that I recently had Dr. Joy of Therapy for Black Girls on the podcast. Love that episode. Love talking to Dr. Joy. If you couldn't hear or couldn't tell that episode, an interview was therapeutic for me. Many of the questions that I asked uh, Dr. Joy were real life things that I was grappling with. For example, when I said, you know, when should a person, what if you feel that you're kind of sad, but you're not at this level on the scale of whatever, whatever scale I thought existed. And she was just like, let me stop you right there and dispel this myth that we need to be feeling a 10 out of 10 upset to go talk to someone. <laughs> it's better that you go talk to someone when you're feeling just any kind of um, stir in emotion, sadness, melancholy, what have you, and not think that you need to have like a psychotic break a mental breakdown to go get help and support and that was a huge epiphany for me because of a couple of reasons Um, and I'll, i'll share that with you so number one earlier in the year when i first started experiencing anxiety i was like whoa what is this um i think i want to talk to someone about this i want to talk to a mental health professional so I went on my insurance, my my health insurance provider's website to find someone, located someone, boom, awesome. It's covered by insurance, went into my appointment, and I left that appointment feeling discouraged because I felt during the appointment, now this person didn't say this, but I felt like they were looking at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you don't seem to have any real issues or problems, just in terms of um, the post-session recommendations that were given to me and just the way that I was being stared at blankly. And maybe that's how you're supposed to stare at people. I don't know. I don't have a lot of appointments to compare it to. But I did leave there feeling like, you know what? Maybe it's not as deep as I thought. Like, maybe I'm not at that level. Again, here comes that level word where I need to see someone. So that is the background of that question that I asked Dr. Joy. Now, after talking to Dr. Joy, I said, hey, okay, so I can't speak to someone. And hey, maybe that just wasn't the right fit. And it's something that I continue to hear from other people who now have a therapist they love. It's that it's like dating. Sometimes you have to go on a few different dates and talk a few different times to determine the right person for you. So I realized I wasn't crazy. It just wasn't a good fit. And I said, cool, I'm going to do this. The second thing I ran into is that although I wanted to talk to a black woman therapist, you know, that's just my sweet spot. And I think that would be someone who could really relate to me. I feel like someone in my area who's licensed in my area who's a black woman. I want to make sure it's anonymous and that we're not connected via mutual friends or they don't know about Hustle Pro because I, again, want to feel completely anonymous. And as luck would have it, (laughs) the other day I decided to check out um, this website called Maven Clinic. I had a good experience with it, finding a nutritionist, which I'll talk about later in this episode. So I said, let me schedule just a 15 minute consultation, get to know you kind of session to see if it could be a good platform for virtual counseling. So I schedule this appointment and after I schedule it, I go to explore the person's website a little bit further, end up clicking on their Instagram icon, which takes me to their Instagram page. And wouldn't you know it? that person follows me on Instagram and I'm like, Oh my gosh, nope. Cancel appointment. And it's not because I think I'm some kind of celebrity or famous person. I just, I don't want to be known. I don't want you to have any knowledge of me other than my name. And then I'm making an appointment and that's it. I don't, I don't want you to know my husband's name. I don't want you to know that I have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. So that's something that I will need to dig a little deeper to find that, um, Right fit for me. But those are just the little things I share because if anyone out there would be interested in talking to a therapist and there have been a couple of roadblocks that have prevented you from getting that appointment on the calendar, keep searching. Let's keep going. I'm going through it too, but I know that it's worth it and it will be worth it because how great will it be to talk to someone who is a professional, who is licensed in helping you work through life's challenges that arise as you face new child, you know, new circumstances, new situations in life that cause you to process all these new feelings and anxieties and doubts and can help you work through that. And rather than you trying to journal it and work it out yourself via books, um, bouncing it off your husband and friends who aren't professionals and, and don't know the rest, the best way to guide you. So that's something that I'm working on. And I just wanted to share that
1: with you too. hope it was helpful.
0: and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
2: Now, as far as the nutritionist thing, so I also searched on Maven and um, I, I really need to reach out to them to be a sponsor because <laughs> I just think it's a great platform. I like them a ton. And so I made an appointment with a nutritionist, and it's a virtual appointment. So we got to talk, video talk, felt like I was in an office. And the reason I made this appointment with the nutritionist is because if you listen to my last Entrepreneur Diaries, you know that throughout this whole year, really, I have been chronicling my journey back to health. At least I thought it was my journey back to health. But in talking to the nutritionist, I realized it was really at first, at the onset, And until I had this awakening, it was a journey back to a specific number on the scale, a number that I felt would all of a sudden equate with happiness and that everything in my life would be great if I could just get back to that number. And through talking to the nutritionist and the questions that she posed, it really made me evaluate and see that One, your body is supposed to change. Your body is growing. I'm a woman now. I'm not a girl. And the body that I had as a girl is not the body that I'm going to have as a woman, especially if I want to hold on to some of the curves that I do like. (laughs) And as she posed these questions, I also realized that I've been really hard on my body. And she introduced me to something called the reset theory. So the reset theory is this concept that Every time you do some drastic diet that helps you to shed weight, a whole bunch of weight in a certain period of time, and then you go back to eating regularly, a.k.a. with less restrictions and all the things that you banished when you were on this diet, then your body resets at a higher weight than it even was to begin with, because your body is like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know when this girl's going to feed me next. I don't know if we're on a deserted island and we don't have access to food. But let me store up a little cushion just in case we go through that again. I don't know what that was, but I'm going to be prepared next time. (laughs) So although I haven't studied reset theory very deeply, this was the first time I was introduced to the concept, I could certainly see how that could be an experience that I'm having and that could be what's happening with my body because my body does reset so Every time, you know, I I go through these, oh, I have to lose X amount. I want to be this weight by this date, a.k.a. a wedding, for example, (laughs) my body resets at a higher weight. And then you find yourself on these um, not so healthy cycles again, trying to pedal back to that weight. And instead of doing things that can promote a new normal, all I've been focused on was doing things that promoted weight loss. And I can't really blame myself because society is structured around any most things that are centered around health have the underlying goal of helping you lose weight. And so that is what we equate health and fitness with. And it's so not a place I want to be in anymore. I can't say if it's right or wrong. I just say how I just can see how that's been detrimental to my mental health. Going back to that part of where we started the episode and also my emotional health and self-love. So what I'm working on now is radical self-love, learning to love myself and body in every stage of life, in every stage of the weight on the scale, and understanding that my value is not connected to a certain number on a scale, and my worth is not connected, and my happiness is not connected. Like... I want to get back to a zone of eating what makes me feel good. And I'm not talking about donuts. (laughs) I'm talking about things that make my body feel good because, you know, I know when I eat certain things, I feel bloated. I feel clogged up. So getting back to a place where I am so in tuned that I'm feeding my body the nutrients that help me feel the most energetic, the most alert, that help me have the energy I need to power through not only an awesome day of work, but then a great dance class, going out with friends and just not being this, having this dull feeling of exhaustion that I sometimes feel even when I've had a full eight hours of sleep. Hey guys, it's Michaela here with a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of Side Hustle Pro is brought to you by *Widows*, the movie. *Widows* is a modern-day thriller set against the backdrop of crime, passion, and corruption, from Academy Award-winning director Steve McQueen and co-writer and best-selling author of *Gone Girl*, Gillian Flynn. Set in contemporary Chicago amidst a time of turmoil, four women with nothing in common except a debt left behind by their dead husbands' criminal activities take fate into their own hands and conspire to forge a future on their own terms. The film stars Viola Davis, Michelle Rodriguez, Elizabeth Debicki, Cynthia Erivo, Colin Farrell, Brian Tyree Henry, Daniel Kaluuya, Robert Duvall, and Liam Neeson, and it arrives in theaters everywhere on November 16th. I don't know about y'all, but I know exactly where I'll be on November 16th, in the theater watching Widows. So, another thing the nutritionist made me realize, or actually, she posed this question. She asked me to think back to a time when I felt most comfortable with my weight, happiest, just generally content with my body and content with life, and to then think about what I was doing during that time. And what I realized is when I think back to that time, it was actually almost eight years ago. That's how long it's been since I've really just felt like me and my body were just like, boom, just like aces really in tune. And what I was doing at that time is eating everything in moderation. So I, I didn't banish bread. I had bread. I would have toast for breakfast, but it was just everything in moderation. I wasn't doing extreme workouts where I was going through bodybuilding phases. No, I was working out four to five times a week, doing different exercises in moderation, interval, different interval kind of exercises to challenge my body, but also lots of yoga to lengthen and expel toxins and just really connect with my body. And I was drinking a lot of water. So, you know, you you get the gist. I was slowed down to a pace where my body felt nourished, it felt loved, and it was taken care of rather than feeling like I was trying to beat it into the ground to get to a certain weight. And that's what it has been like this year. I've gone through two cycles of what I call my bodybuilding phases, where I find someone on Instagram and decide that I'm going to be her. And I start following their crazy weightlifting routines. And then I end up injured. This has happened to me twice. I'm, I'm la- I can laugh at myself now, but... During the time when I get in these zones, I really didn't see anything wrong with it. I was like, they do it. They're about the same size as me. It seems to be working. Let's go. I ended up with a knee injury (laughs) and a lower back injury. And I had to just pull back and say, what the hell am I doing? So shout out to dietitians and nutritionists all around the world. You do important, important work. Thank you, especially those of you who help people to practice radical self-love and intuitive eating so that they are cherishing rather than harming their bodies. So this nutritionist also introduced me to the concept of intuitive eating. It has like 10 principles. I'm not going to go over them right now, but it, it's, it's in essence what I just talked about. She also talked about, she introduced me to the Food Heaven podcast where they are registered dietitians, the co-hosts of that podcast, A lot of their episodes resonated with me because of all the different things. So they talk about why obsessing over the scale is not good. Radical diets aren't good. um, What intuitive eating is, uh, what they eat in a day and all these different concepts that are just very helpful for people like ourselves who are on the go and trying to fit fitness into our lives. But often because of the noise in society, doing a lot of things with the wrong goal in mind and In as a result, not treating our bodies the way it should be treated. So I'm so glad that I was able to have that mind shift through this session because that impacts my business, because when I am operating at my best, then I give my best self to my business. I give my best self to my clients. I give my best self to my husband, my family, my friends. And that is why this is so important. So I take you guys on my kind of health journey so you can see how it's all intertwined. I couldn't just come on here and talk about business and not talk about the Nikayla that has been, you know, trying all these different things, feeling like she's a hamster on a wheel because she's been chasing this number on a scale. And and as a result, it has led to some of the mood swings and things like that that have occurred. Matter of fact, (laughs) after talking to the nutritionist, I also realized, you know, last year when I was getting ready to get married, I remember me and Moyo would have like little arguments about wedding stuff. I would often come home grumpy. I would just be more irritable. I was the most irritable I'd ever been, maybe like two, three months out from the wedding. And looking back, I realized I was hungry. (laughs) I was irritable because I was hungry and no one wants to be an irritable business owner who snaps on people like you cannot conduct business that way. So it's so important that I recognize what the hell is going on with me on all fronts. I am also super determined to get better at sleeping. I'm not there yet, you guys, but I have made strides in developing a bedtime routine And now I just have to stick to it. So when I do the bedtime routine, it works. I am able to get myself in a zone that signals to my body that it's time to decompress, let go of the day, wind down and get to sleep. But then some nights I still can't let go of my phone, my laptop, my electronics. So, so Still working on it, but just want you to know that that is something that I am focused on as well. And it, again, all relates to health, because when you've had a full day of great eating activity, um, nourishing your body with the right amount of water. And that all ties into a good getting a good night's rest and being able to wind down as well. So we're not perfect. No one is. But being aware of um, what's possible, what will be helpful is really it's just great. It's just been really helpful for me. And I also am setting goals now related to the future. For example, I want to be able to um, live for a long time. I want to be healthy. I want to be as prepared as I can for life. So that is why fitness is important to me. It's not just to wear a bikini for the gram. Okay, now... Let's transition into what's been going on with podcast coaching. So I talked to you guys a little bit last time about how I went from starting my podcast accelerator as an invite only program earlier in the year. And now I have broadened it out to accept more people on a case by case basis. Well, case by case, meaning that I have certain times during the year when I'll have masterclasses and I'll have enrollment. And what this has required of me is a putting myself out there, as I discussed in the last Entrepreneur Diaries. Putting myself out there means um, I, I host master classes, and the, the reason I host master classes is to start to teach people about what it takes to grow your podcast and what I've done to grow Sidehouse of Pro beyond 1 million downloads at this point, and the steps that you can use to do the same thing. I know there are a lot of emerging podcasters who are still in this phase where it is a hobby and not necessarily primed to be a business or primed to be a platform. That can be leveraged for other things, whether that's speaking opportunities, whether that's new clients, what have you. What is important to you? And that's what I'm here for. That's what I want to train people to do, because I was able to do it. And I started from zero downloads, just like anybody else. So I work with emerging podcasters and we meet live weekly. I'm talking to people. I'm helping them push through their challenges. But back to the masterclasses for a second. So what I've learned and I'm continuing to learn is that it is so important for us to do things scared when there's something that makes you uncomfortable like a webinar for me used to make me much more uncomfortable it's it's way less uncomfortable now because I kept doing it repetition is important the more you do things that give you mild discomfort or even a great deal of discomfort the less discomfort you feel the more comfortable and confident you feel because you now know what to expect. You also know that you didn't die. <laughs> you did it and you're still alive. Therefore, you can do it again. And that is what I encourage everyone to do when there's something that freaks them out. So if you have to give a presentation at work and you have cold sweats the night before, try to volunteer to give more presentations because it's going to be like that every day year every couple of months if you only have to give a presentation every couple of months so work within a smaller team say hey guys you know i've discovered some things about xyz i'd love to do a brown bag and present it to you guys because that is how you're going to push through that fear and that is why i'm i've hosted and i'm continuing to host encores of my masterclass so that it becomes a regular thing to me i also love refining my content refining how I deliver the class because I always want to make sure I'm, I'm touching on the most important points that I'm getting through to people. And if people ask me questions at the end, I might incorporate those questions into future slides because I know, okay, these are the most uh, frequent questions that I get. Let me try to address this throughout the class instead of just waiting until the end so we can take on even more questions at the end. So those are some of the great things that have come from practice. So if you want to learn more about my podcast moguls program, I invite you to join the next masterclass, which if you're listening to this, the next one will be on Thursday, November 1st. And you just have to head over to co slash podcast one-on-one to join us If you miss November 1st, I don't know when the next one will be. So try to catch it, register for it so you can get the replay and catch the encore. Okie dokes. Now, let me touch on the last thing that I have learned since we spoke in September. So as you know, this kind of piggybacks off of what I was just talking about, but in creating my podcast coaching program in working one-on-one weekly with my students, what I've learned is it's so helpful to take time to talk to your clients, talk to your customers on a regular basis. If you just have a transactional relationship, you'll never truly know how your product or service has impacted someone. But if you take the time to check in on them, and in my case, again, it's weekly, we are live, we are talking, they're able to um, pose any questions that they have. I gain so much from knowing what's top of mind. What's the current pain point? It keeps me on my toes. I know what's going on in the industry. If there's something that comes across my radar, I'm immediately sharing with them because I remember we just talked about this. So-and-so just asked me about this. So it is top of mind, okay? Um, so I would highly recommend that everyone do that. Okay, so now... I think we are going to wind down for now. What I'd like to do is if you have additional questions, head on over to my Instagram page or head on over to sidehustlepro.co slash sidehustlecorner to stay in touch with what I have going on because in between episodes, I'm sending weekly newsletters and I write those every Saturday straight off the dome what I'm thinking, what's going on, what I'm inspired by so you can see what's going on in the mind and world of Michaela. And you can always keep in touch within our Facebook community as well, the Side Hustle Pro Facebook community. Just go ahead and join us there. Any other questions, guys, shoot them to me via email or on Instagram and I will address them in a forthcoming Q&A episode. And with that, there you have it. Hey guys!